Now you can hear me. What's up, everyone? Uh, happy Tuesday evening, or if you're listening on the podcast, whenever you're listening, thank you for listening. It's a crazy been about a month now with no actual on the field soccer. Um, so we're just enjoying life, video game soccer, and whatever else is keeping us busy and, and happy during these times. This is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast. And it's in. Darwin Jones with the response for Orange County. And it is a massive one. Austin Bold dominant in the last 10. Forrester in the middle now. Gets around a few defenders. Forrester with the outside of the foot. What a strike by Mary Forrester. It's the opening goal for Orange County. Heads it down. Back post. Opportunity and a goal. A beautiful goal by Orange County. This is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, the first and only podcast dedicated to Orange County Soccer Club, its fans, and supporters. Follow us on Twitter at OCSC underscore SoccerCast or on Facebook at Orange and Black Soccer Cast. How's it going, Orange County? Welcome to another episode of the Orange and Black Soccer Cast. Presented by Roughneck Scarves and Icarus FC, we are the first and only podcast dedicated to Orange County Soccer Club, its fans, and supporters, and now I guess temporarily dedicated to video game soccer, uh, especially the EUSL Championship, which is the fan-driven FIFA 20 league that's going on right now. Thanks in part because I'm participating in that. Uh, If you didn't know who I am yet by my voice, I am your host, Ray Samora, and I'm with you pretty much every single episode as we discuss all things video game soccer at this point. Uh, joining me as he does uh, each and every episode, he's got more episodes under his belt than even I do, and that's one half of the play-by-play team for the Orange and Black Soccer cast. That's Dylan from Counterline Coalition. Dylan, how are you doing this week? Um, I'm doing all right. Uh, I got a lot of beer because it's National Beer Day, so working my way through that to save a little bit of uh, pizza with some cauliflower. Um if it wasn't for the podcast, I don't think I'd be able to tell you what day of the week it is anymore. Um, yeah, this is it's certainly something. But it, oh well. It's sad when the podcast becomes like the point in your calendar that lets you sort of reset and know where you are in the week. Um, yeah. Used to be maybe soccer or whatever you would typically do on the weekend. With soccer, yeah. So <laughs> it, it's weird, and I, I don't know if I'll ever get used to it, but... Oh, well, I'm here. I'm happy. I'm happy. We're here. We're happy. There we go. And uh, we got uh, Dylan's play-by-play partner down from San Diego. He's rocking out, it looks like. Uh, and that is Alan. Alan, how are you doing? Are you are you uh, able to remember the day of the week now that you're back to teaching? Um, no. And if you <laughs> told me it was Thursday, I would probably still believe you. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, we started the online thing yesterday. I got literally hundreds of emails in like a mess in a matter of like two hours because the kids treated it like a chat room. So it was like notification, notification, <laughs> notification, notification. I'm like, what is going on? Um, oh, things are going all right. I got myself a nice comfy onesie today. So I'm rocking that. And uh, I am glad to be talking about any type of soccer E or live regardless, uh, because I enjoy the company that it brings. So uh, I'm glad to be here. 
Yeah, and, and speaking of company, we uh, found a couple of guests that we were able to bring on that are participating in the before-mentioned EUSL Championship. Uh, let me introduce first, uh, who am I going to pick first? Let's go with the man over, I, I, I didn't ask for sure where he is, but I'm going to assume he's at El Paso. Uh, he's participating on the PlayStation side of things for the EUSL Championship. Oh, and by the way, he's also a co-host of Seriously Loco, which covers El Paso Locomotive FC. Uh, and that is Christian Canales. Christian, how are we doing today? Doing all right. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. And happy to kind of like Dylan said, podcasting is really the, the only escape I have now. So any uh, any other opportunity to, to get on and record is uh, exciting for me right now. Oh, definitely. We 100% we agree with you. I, I, I see Alan shaking his head. I'm sure if Dylan was ever not scared of having a camera on, he would be shaking his head or we'd be seeing that as well. Uh, by the way, uh, your first time on the Orange and Black Soccer cast, I know, um, I think I've wanted to work something out in the past. We just couldn't get the timing right. I guess things worked out now that real soccer isn't happening, but this EUSL thing is is pretty amazing. And we'll get into that definitely with you. And also our other guests that we have on the line here, uh, this is another guest coming from Texas who is uh, representing San Antonio FC in the EUSL, and he's on the Xbox side of things, so I'm going to get a chance to face him at some point in the season. I don't quite know off the top of my head when that'll be, uh, but that's going to be uh, Aaron Rodriguez. Aaron, welcome to the Orange and Black Soccer Cast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, definitely excited to be on this for the first time. It's uh, it's an honor to, to be on it, but uh, yeah, I mean, see where things go. Definitely excited for this whole league. Uh, it started off with only like, I don't know, 15, 20 guys. And now the roster's up to like a hundred some. So it's crazy how much it blew up. Definitely crazy how it blew up. And then I, I believe there is an alternate group that are doing the lower league um, cup or something like that. And I guess there's talks into it that uh, whoever is crowned the championship or the champion of the EUSL championship and the champion of the lower league cup, potentially finding a way to get those, those players to do like a, ultimate cup or whatever we're, we're calling that thing now, which it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you too. That like it started off as, as this small little group of guys and, and gals that were interested in this. And I think, I, I know the moment I saw it, I just blasted. I want to participate in it because uh, I love soccer. I'm a huge FIFA fan. I play it religiously. Uh, and also, uh, you know, I, I hate to say it, but I don't know if, if Orange County really, has taken advantage of some of the opportunities during this time. I know they didn't have an entry into the uh, league run uh, USL E-Cup or whatever that one's called with Rocket League, uh, which our very own Dylan was very sad that that didn't become an opportunity for him. Uh, but yeah, this 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 E-Cup has been a pretty interesting and, and great way to be distracted from what's going on. So um We'll talk, we'll, we'll get into it a lot with you two gentlemen on how your season's going so far. I know we're very early into things, uh, but first, really quick, I just want to recap the match that I was uh, participation, uh, participating in this past weekend. Uh, again, uh, Dylan and Alan were on the play-by-play -play for that match, and that was uh, when I faced uh, a gentleman by the name of, uh, or his hashtag is at XMREON. Um, let me go to you first, Dylan. Uh, on the play-by-play, -play, uh, what were your thoughts on that match? Um, you were all over him. Uh, you went out with a pretty obvious game plan, and he stuck to it, and he did nothing 
to counter that for the entire match. Um, and it was good to go. And then uh, maybe in typical late Ray fashion in the FIFA match, decided to try and break some dude's ankles. Uh, somehow <laughs> escaped a red card for like the fifth match that I've commentated for you in a row. Uh, but <laughs> another, another big win. Um, I don't think you'll find a match that easy again. I know you're looking forward and uh, it's not going to be that easy this weekend. But, you know, I hope you don't get too crazy over there with your ego. With my what? With with uh, trying to break ankles? Yeah, you know, I mean, what, you've conceded a few goals now. One of them was an easy giveaway to a striker from your goalkeeper. And another one was the worst penalty I've ever, the most needless penalty I've ever seen. <laughs> so uh, four goals I've conceded, two of them. I mean, like you said, I pretty much gifted them to the opponent. Um, let me go to you really quick, Alan, because I, I remember listening to you on the play-by-play during that match. You mentioned that my opponent basically uh, was supposed to be playing a certain formation, but it looked like he was just all over the place. Uh, how did you notice that, and why do you think that happened? I noticed it because I watched his players. Um, no, uh, he kept uh, – the way he was playing, it looked like he would switch over to a player and then would – kind of try to defend with whatever player got chosen which is what i call the underwood method and what that what that happens is your midfielder comes up too high and then you have space behind it and then you play it in the space and then you would take his backline defender up into that space and now instead of playing for the black back and holding a shape uh he was uh pulling his defenders out of position opening up spaces that you found the ball through and found players through i feel like we're getting like super tactical about computer soccer and it's super <laughs> weird but i mean it's literally the only, like only way to do it like but that's but that's what was happening it was like he was pulling these guys out of position and you try to look and see his two lines of four and they were like a hot mess like if i had my middle school kids be like all right make two lines of four it would have looked like his midfield they would have been all over the place some kid would have been outside my classroom another one would have been like playing the wrong instrument it would have been a nightmare um and that's kind of what his defending was like, and you definitely took advantage of that. Um, so a tip to FIFA people, uh, try to keep your shape. It is like almost like real soccer where you have to defend as a unit and not as an individual trying to pull out of position. That sounds can like I ask you really quick? Can I, can I ask Alan really quick? Don't give too many tips because I do have a future opponent uh, that is on this episode <laughs> with us. So we don't want to give him too much information on how he's going to maybe be able to beat me. Uh, on that match, I, I feel uh, that. Yeah, no, I feel that point is just like a general. Like everyone <laughs> should know that. Like, play good, solid defense. Like, I don't think that's like a bad. I think you were smart to take advantage of it, and I'm not going to say like you do that a lot, but because uh, again, you just warned me about this. Uh, but I think it was one of those things of he was playing really poorly in defense, and you were able to take advantage. Like, you did to me a whole bunch. Oh, and, and let's be honest, I probably should have scored like two or three more goals because there was like two or three uh, moments in the match. And I know it's a video game, so it's really hard to control. But there was like two or three moments where my players literally missed the goal by like 10 feet. Um, and it's not like I did anything different with that. And I, I'm sure if we talk to, to Aaron or, or Christian, they'll agree. There's just times when FIFA decides, nope, we're not letting you score now, no matter how how well you did on that play. We're going to make you miss it like the worst shot ever. It's like uh, a Drogba kick over the, the crossbar or yeah, like I said, 10 feet wide or something like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and then the other thing that plays into uh play there is, is lag. I mean, I was playing against some people earlier today and 
you'll do some inputs on your controller and 10 seconds later it comes through like on the actual game so even trying to get tricky with it like with the skill stick it's uh it's really hard to control sometimes oh yeah that's kind of bite me in the butt too i've gone to try and set up a cross and then all of a sudden you know he doesn't get it doesn't go through the defender cuts the ball off and I'm taking him out from the back and getting a red card. So it's, it's happened to all of us. Now, uh, I'm going to ask both of you gentlemen who just spoke, Aaron and Christian, because I don't even know if there's a rule about this. Is there any rule, like, if you get a red card, you have to, like, sit that uh, a player the next week? Or is that just sort of, we're starting afresh? Have you guys heard about that? Because uh, I don't know, if, again, if you didn't watch my match, I got mad that the the opponent, this was, like, in, what, the 86th minute or something, the opponent went straight through my midfielder to get the ball. There was no call. So I just went back. I'm like, screw it. I'm going to I'm gonna just take this guy out. I took him out in the box. That's how I gave up a goal off of a, a penalty. But there's no rules against, like, with a red card, you have to sit someone the next match, right? I don't think they can enforce would, that. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't imagine so, especially because you're not locked into one team. Um, you can switch teams throughout. So. so what you're saying is there is no reason why – you can't take a really late red to save your goal differential because you don't have to worry about penalties the next game. Exactly. I mean, unless the I think the only point is that the only uh, negative is that that person's going to think you're a dick. But if you're, if you're willing to accept that, then I mean, and, but if you're starting there already, like people already think that about you, like you have nothing to lose. Oh, then you, right? yeah, all right, right. take them all. I mean, take your you know your four red cards or however much you're allowed to get before it's a forfeit. Yeah, and, and I'll say this. I'm not going to be a dick. I'm not uh, the person that's going <laughs> to play dirty in a match. It was already just decided. It was 4-0 in the, the final minutes, and the guy took me out. So I'm like, okay, screw it. I'm going to take this guy out uh, for fun. I, I even, uh, on our live stream of the, the match, uh, I even just cut off Dylan and Allen and said, nope, I don't mind my players breaking ankles because it was a bad call by the ref, so I'm going to do it. Um, if the guy wants to complain to the league about me, he could do it. Um, it wasn't going to change the outcome anyways. Um, so yeah, it, it's all for fun. I, you know, I'm trying to make a show out of it. I, uh, the reason I did it is because of what happened. It was obvious it should have been a foul, but it was, I guess, uh, Dylan, if you, you're the one that's made the comment that these refs are like USL refs where they miss obvious calls. Yeah. The refs and the players are both, um, <laughs> you know, decision making yeah, maybe could use a little teams. bit better. Oh, I mean, um, <clears throat> the humans behind them. Oh, okay. okay. Specifically, Is that a low blow to to the three of us? Specifically, Dylan, uh, you, Ray. Oh well, hey, all I gotta say is two and oh six points after two weeks. Uh, I'm, I'm, but I'm scared of this upcoming week because my opponent is sitting the exact same spot, and we actually have a similar opponent, and both of us beat that opponent by three goals. So it's going to be a really awesome match this week. Um, I've talked to Alan about it. I, I tend to learn my opponent about two or three minutes into the game. I can figure out what your style is and I usually can figure out uh, where I need to go to try and get stuff. But sometimes people confuse me. So um, let's do this really quick. Uh, I want to get into, uh, I want to speak with uh, Aaron and Christian a little bit about how their season's going so far. But before we do that, I'm going to throw on the goals of the week for week two, courtesy of the EUSL and uh, the Nutmeg State, who put this all together and and put uh, some some of their own commentary on it, um, and unfortunately, I didn't make the list. But here's uh, how that went for week two: the top ten goals. 
Jesus Cristo gonna need to call on himself to pull out a miracle. Down 3-0 early in this one. Is this the second coming? Goal, 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 Jesus Cristo! Still scoreless here halfway through the first. OS on, but oh my goodness! <laughs> what fancy footwork with the skill stick! OS on is on the board! She's owned possession for most of this first half, and a nice ball through the air. It crosses, it finds her man. Goal! Pumpkin arrives at the ball. Her first goal of the EUSL season. Somebody call the Easter Bunny. Jesus is laying eggs the weekend before Easter. It's just the keeper to beat. The keeper comes off of his line with the cheeky chip and goal! Swarming defense. Oh, but he spins. He gets around. Shoots. Goal! And my daughter enters the play-by-play booth. The poopy. <laughs> they sure are. Oh, quarantine madness. Gio putting on an absolute passing clinic here. Continues to do so as they move forward. Goal! Gio from long range! It's the first whistle of this game. And he has another shot. Goal! Oh, and a beautiful through ball. Serves it into the middle. Oh, and like a base on goal, 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 goal! Patty with the ball into the box. Crosses it, looking far post, goal! And there's the lead! Mookie down 5-0, searching for something. Crosses in, the volley, goal! All right, so those were the goals of the week for week two on there. Uh, obviously missing was a goal by yours truly in my match where uh, Andre Shula curled it in from about 26, 27 yards out. Uh, I know Dylan, Allen, you guys on the call, you guys thought that was an obvious uh, option or possibility for goal of the week. What are your thoughts that uh, that got omitted from the top 10? I think you were robbed. you first, Allen? I think you were robbed. I think uh, I think it's some of that East Coast bias. Um, mm-hmm. The anti- Spartak Moscow. I think there's like an anti-Russian sentiment in it as well. I think it's very political. Um, so I, I, hopefully uh, these Midwest slash South, wherever Louisville is, uh, can really uh, think about putting some more of the more of the West Coast guys in there. Maybe it was like a little too late for them uh, to stay up to watch that beautiful curler tucked into the corner of the goal. Um, but I, I think you were, I think you were robbed. I mean, let's, let's look at goal two, right? Far post patty party. And we just watch a dude cross, low cross across the box, and then a guy hits the inside of the post to score it. Like, that's not a good goal. He's inside the six and scores it, and that's in the top ten. It wasn't even a good, I think that was... it wasn't even a good pass. It wasn't even a good assist. And you have a top bins. You get a curler like that, and it doesn't get in, and it just... I, I, I want to say I think that goal was, was put in there because I think it was her first goal of the tournaments was sort of a, a pat on the back type get you on the top 10 
um, for that. Uh, but I, I, I don't, I don't make the decision. I just know that Andre Schuler got Schul. I can't say his name. I don't even know why I play with him. Um, but he got robbed. <laughs> Let's get into uh, other players in this tournament. That's why we've got a couple of guests on here to talk more about this with us. I'm going to start with you, Christian. Uh, how's your season going so far? Uh, now heading into week three. I think it's uh, it could be worse. I'm zero and two so far. Uh, two losses. Um, but I only have a minus three differential. Uh, my first game was zero two. My second game was zero one. So. I've come to the determination that I'm a relatively strong defensive team, just compared to some of the other scores that I've seen, um, who just can't generate offense, whichever team I end up picking. Um, my first game, I ended up kind of going with my, I say hometown team because they're right across the border, but I chose FC Juarez from Liga in it. Um, they're only a two and a half star team, but I just chose them for the fun of it. And that was my 0-2 game. Um, and then this past week, I, uh, I played with Brescia from uh, Serie A, and I only gave up one goal and got a lot closer to scoring. So still waiting for that first one, waiting for at least my first point. So it could be better, but I know that some people are having worse seasons so far. So you're, you you don't have like one team that you've picked to play with. You're sort of just going with your gut each week, or, or are you looking now after two weeks in, maybe I have to find a specific team that I'm going to use each and every week. What are your thoughts? Well, I honestly, when I, I never played online before this tournament, um, I mostly do like career mode and stuff like that. And so when I do that, I'm always playing with Juarez. Um, so they're really the only team that I'm kind of familiar with. Um, so I think, you know, maybe for the next two or three weeks, I'm still going to be hopping around trying to find someone that I'm comfortable with. Oh, perfect. And what about you, Aaron? How has your uh, season been going so far two weeks in? Um, so I started off my first game pretty strong. I won four to two. And then last week or this past week, I lost one to two. So, so I'm one and one. Um, right now I've locked in kind of with, with Red Bull Salzburg as most people have in the league. I feel Um, 50% of the league. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, the pace that they have up top is just, is honestly kind of my style is, uh, I do honestly heavy countering. Um, so I let, you know, the attack come on and then as soon as I can get any, any moment to, uh, to counter them, I'll definitely try to pass the ball, long ball up top and, and counter with the speed that, um, the two players have up top. I got Ray furiously scribbling away the game plan notes right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know what though? Anyone that uses RB Salzburg, that's basically what their game plan is, uh, both of my matches so far, both teams have, uh, both of my opponents have used RB Salzburg. So I've gotten pretty used to playing against them. And then even, I think Alan, one or two training matches, uh, he used RB Salzburg also to sort of let me figure that out. Uh, and and one time I won. <laughs> was that what I was using uh, South, uh, Rangers? Yes. To be fair, you're yeah. using Rangers. Yes. Yeah. I, I tried out Rangers just because I don't know if you guys know, but OC has a, this like really strong partnership with them. So I almost felt like compelled that I have to use them. But after that one match with Alan, where um, knowing Alan's skill level of this game and he beats me while I'm using Rangers, I knew that's not a way to go. Although our other Orange County guy has stuck with Rangers is pretty cool. Um, so Christian, you mentioned like you really haven't played online up and you know, before this whole thing started. Um, 
What's the difference that you've seen then between playing maybe career mode against the computer or and playing against people online um, in real life? How, how, how have you noticed the difference uh, of how that goes? I mean, you play enough times against the computer and it, it gets kind of formulaic. Um, you can almost guess, you know, and with about 60% accuracy, you know, where the pass is going, when the shot is coming off, that kind of stuff. Um, and playing against a real person, it just kind of, it makes it a lot more, uh, um, I guess, you have to go more off instinct than past experience because everyone's going to play a little bit different. Um, you know, and then even when you get into the whole internet part of it, um, there's always just, you know, those little milliseconds of lag that, that can determine, you know, whether a pass, whether you pass it off on site or not. Um, so I think that's the biggest difference is the timing of everything. That's the thing with, uh, with that lag on the internet, you have to sort of be able to anticipate what's going to happen. Cause you have to be able to make that move just that much quicker than you normally would have to on there. Uh, Aaron, what about you? Uh, do you have any experience playing online prior to this or is this sort of uh, a newer thing for you as well? I mean, I've been playing FIFA like pretty much since I think like FIFA 13. So like pretty much every year uh, I play online. I'd say I try to at least play like one match a week um, online, but I'm not the biggest FIFA fan like competitively or anything like that. Um, but I mean, I whenever I do play online, I usually just use the um, Premier League teams or from La Liga. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things too. I, I I love with this league how they set a rule like three point five or lower because it sort of evens the playing field. Now you're looking for who's that really good three point five team. But even if you find the best one, another player has a three point five team. It's going to still get you a pretty even matchup. So then it gets more who can just sort of figure it out, get their players going in the right direction. Um, so. It's one of those things that uh, has been pretty interesting. Uh, and uh, I play quite a bit online, but mostly I do ultimate teams. So jumping from, uh, I've I've sort of pulled back from playing ultimate team, even though uh, I always like to try and play it because I want to try and get into the weekend leagues and, and get into that competitiveness. I'm a very competitive person when it comes to FIFA. Uh, but I, I realized quite early that if I play that and then try to play this US, uh, EUSL championship with a weaker squad than what I'm used to playing, uh, I'm going to get frustrated by the players that can't make those awesome shots or make those amazing passes. So I've sort of pulled back from playing online and playing ultimate team and playing strictly more the one-on-one uh, -on -one for this, this type of league. Uh, I've been using Spartak Mascot as my, my squad. Um, the main reason behind that is because a lot of people are playing with RB Salzburg and Spartak has a decent pace in their back line, uh, which helps me out a lot on that. So um, sorry, Aaron, with your, your counters and stuff like that. It, <laughs> you're going to have to work for them when you're playing against me, because that's something that uh, I've always prided myself as being more of a defensive and physical player on this game. Uh, it can definitely get people upset uh, when they're playing against me because um, I, I will push you around and I will very rarely, unless I'm trying to get a, a penalty or get a foul, I, I rarely get called for anything. So uh, that's why I went with Spartak because a lot of people want that pacey Salzburg team and, and there's a good reason behind it. Yeah, the thing about Salzburg is their back line's not the fastest. I think one of their main defenders has like a 45 rating for pace. So that's definitely one of the, the weaker spots. Yes.
definitely. And and I play more of a high press when I'm playing FIFA, so I need to have people with a, a backline with pace because um, there's opportunities to get burnt. I need to be able to recover rather quickly, so that's why I've done that. Um, now, so let me go to you, Christian. So you're two weeks in. You haven't gotten any points yet in the, your first couple of matches. What um, what would the remainder of the season, like what would you need to do or where would you need to end up points-wise to say you had a successful season in this, um, you know, with your first taste of competitive online playing for FIFA? I mean, I think I'd be happy with anywhere, you know, in the, like the, the lower middle of the table because honestly there's my, what I've come to discover is that there's just people who are just good at this. Um, to be fair to myself, um, I, I, I've played, um, you know, friends, friendlies with them and stuff. And so they're also a lot younger than me. Um, so I think that they have a lot more free time. One of the best guys that I've <laughs> seen play, um, he's a freshman in college. So um, he's got a little more time to, to dedicate to that. But uh, yeah, I think I, I don't remember how many people there are in my division or conference or whatever you want to call it. But anywhere in the, the lower middle part of the table, I'd be happy with that. Perfect. What about you, Aaron? I would say somewhere upper upper table, at least top ten for me, just because uh, some of the friendly matches I've played against people, and and I definitely know I'm, I'm at least better than most. Um, but there are people that I've played against that have blown me out of the water, so I do know that I'm kind of like in that middle road. And I, I can't remember, Aaron. Did we ever get a chance to get in, on a friendly, or have we not uh, played each other yet? I, I I'm sorry. I'm, I'm pretty sure we had a friendly, um, but I don't think I was using Red Bull yet. I don't. I think I was when I was still trying out teams. I definitely I think know. I, I, it, no, I go definitely ahead. know. I, I definitely know. I lost to you though. I, I'm gonna say I, if I don't know if I was using Salzburg yet. I was trying to look at uh, my list of when we started playing because I was I was trying to narrow it down to between about three teams. Um, one of them was a team from the Saudi Arabian League. Who I was surprised. I was surprised because I was reading on the Discord chats that someone else actually was using them. Um, so uh, I'm looking forward, though. Uh, I think my first week opponent, he had mentioned like it's going to be interesting to see how people improve, especially if they keep using the same team. Because once you get more familiar with some of these players and how well they are at certain aspects of the game, um, people are going to get better at this, and it's going to become more uh, of a competitive uh, mode. I don't know if either of you gentlemen have checked out FIFA yet because I, I was reading on the Discord today for our league that people were saying there was an update that some of the ratings changed. I know someone was saying Celtics now a 3.5, which I know there's a lot of people that maybe jump in on that that option. Um, have you guys gone on and checked that out? Is it true? Have either of you seen that? I don't know about that team specifically, but I logged on today. Um, I know that there are a couple of teams that changed. Like I said, my the first team that popped up because it's like uh, designated as my favorite team as far as and somehow they gained half a star. Um, I don't know how that. Without a complaint. <laughs> yeah. Um, they haven't. So, they haven't lost in a minute. So. I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm sure that there were you know updates to the the team statuses around the around the globe. Interesting. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what changes with some of the the participants and what teams are choosing. I'm hoping fingers crossed that Spartak didn't uh, get a, a bump up in their rating based on how they've been performing in the EUSL championship um, so far. Um, maybe hopefully RB Salzburg jumped up a half a point. Then a bunch of people are going to be sad because <laughs> they've lost their team. 
I, I love chaos. So that was the first thing that I looked. I was like, God, I hope they went up to four and that's just going to throw everyone for a loop, but no Half of the luck. players. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, let's do this. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to share about what's going on with this league? Um, or we can maybe move on to see if there's any other soccer related news to talk about. I'll, I'll, anything, Christian? Yeah. I mean, no, I mean USL. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, there are three other people I know of, um, that are playing for El Paso. One's on the Xbox, the other two are PlayStation. Um, I don't know much about how the Xbox guy is doing, but, uh, my co-host. I just beat him. Here, <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. So probably not too well. Then. Um, my co-host at Sirius Loco, um, Tobaki, he is one in one so far. He lost, um, in the last minute of extra time. Um, Ooh, so it was, a, it was a rough one. And then, um, another, the other player, he's part of the supporters group, eighth notch. He's not doing so hot. I think he, he's over two with a minus 16 goal differential right now. So rough start. Ooh. Alan, you should have jumped on the PlayStation League. You could have potentially not been last. Um, seeing as I have a PlayStation 1, I think I would definitely have been last. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if it's called PlayStation 1. Just like the PlayStation, I think. The PS1? PS. Just PS. Know. Like PlayStation. Like I have PC. Doom, and I'm like, PC how do you suck. play this? Uh. Let me ask you really quick, because Christian brought up, Aaron, do you know of anyone else representing uh, San Antonio in this tournament, either Xbox or PlayStation? Yeah, so um, there's one other guy that um, I don't know him personally, but my sister's fiance, who actually lives with us, he uh, he decided to jump in because I actually got him into FIFA uh, recently. So I told him, like, hey, there's a tournament, whatever. So he's, he's, he's Logan Hensley. He's the one guy without a Twitter um okay. on xbox he's so. on the xbox side too right yeah yeah so he's the other one representing uh safc cool so uh, there's a couple of uh san antonio guys i'll get a chance to play against here uh is the the local san antonio super fan um is it harry is uh is that who it is alan i'm, I'm gonna get in trouble for yes, for not yes harry remember. how could you do that yes he was a guest on do you guys know who and you've forgotten him. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm one and a half Boddingtons in at this point, um, so I'm going to use that as an excuse. Uh, Aaron, do you know Harry, and um, has he tweeted about you guys at all? No, I don't know. Okay. Harry, you got to jump on the bandwagon for, for your fellow San Antonio fans representing you guys in the USL Championship. Um, or maybe if you want, you can just jump on the bandwagon for Orange County. You could be a, an Orange County fan now. Um, okay, let's do this. Uh, Aaron, anything else you want to talk about uh, EUSL-wise, or should we move on? I'm good with moving on. <laughs> uh, let's do this. Is there any soccer, like other soccer news to talk about? I know there's the the EUSL Cup going on, which has been on um, ESPN, which is pretty interesting. Uh, I know there's been some fun with the um, Mike Watts and uh, – Devin Kerr on some of the commentary going on there, but I mean, you could expect it. I mean, it's not their typical match that they're calling. Uh, have any, has any of you, or let me guess, I'll go one name at a time. Christian, have you checked out any of the matches on that Rocket League? No, not live. I'll tell you what, I was really disappointed that they decided to only have it like on ESPN3, um, even though, you know, the league kind of lured us into getting this ESPN Plus subscription. 
Um, I think they really missed out on something there because um, especially with the way things are now, you know, not there's not a lot of people with pay TV, you know, cable TV subscriptions. Um, so they missed the opportunity to have a lot more viewership there, I think. Um, so that's that's my big gripe about it. Um, I also am not crazy about the 1v1 format. I don't think that that's the way that, that game is meant to be played. Um, but other than that, it's, I mean, at least they're doing something, you know, I'm happy that they're doing something. Um, our player, uh, our keeper, Logan Ketterer got his first win. He, he kind of got blown out of the water last week, but he did a good job taking on a RGV this, this morning. Um, and he got the first points for the club. So that's what's going on on our end. Definitely disappointing that they went with 1v1 instead of the 3v3 format on there. I guess just the logistics, it would just be more difficult to get six players, you know, scheduled at a certain time with uh, enough internet bandwidth and and all that stuff. It just opens up more opportunity for for problems. Um, Aaron, have you checked out any of those matches? And uh, I'll I'll just sort of throw this question there as well. Is, uh, Is it pretty shocking or amazing that, USL was able to get something worked out, even though it's on ESPN three that it's being televised when you have like MLS and their stuff is more team driven and the teams have to find a way to get it uh, out there to people. Yeah, it's definitely uh, crazy that, that the, the USL is doing that, but uh, I haven't been able to watch any of the streams of it or on ESPN three, but I have seen the highlights. I do know the guy that's representing SAFC has been like, tearing it up like i think he beat a guy like 18 to 1 or something um he's been doing really really well so definitely rooting for him but uh as far as uh, i mean the push behind it seems like they have support and to get on espn3 that's a pretty big deal i was honestly hoping that our our league could have maybe done something like that but obviously they they have connections uh with the league so yeah it's it's tough when you're a fan driven league and there's no like pre-existing deal or, or partnership with a, a, a television station. I mean, I'm doing my best to promote it. I'm getting it on the YouTube and Facebook and Twitter, not just Twitch, which I know a lot of the uh, players are, are getting on their Twitch channel. Uh, I wish I had the time of the day. I would tell the league, hey, schedule the matches. All of them have different times. And I would work on uploading them onto like YouTube and and getting people like Dylan and Alan and some other people that'd be interested to do play by play all day long. I'm sure they'd be, they would love that opportunity. Um, I know Dylan probably would have no voice, but heck after the end of a orange County match, he typically doesn't have a voice. So it wouldn't really matter. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just, there's the logistics are just a nightmare for that. Um, let's do this. Any soccer related news outside of video game soccer? Is there anything going on with either San Diego, uh, loyal, uh, Orange County, El Paso, San Antonio, or just any soccer stuff that you guys have, have seen through the news uh, over the past uh, week or so? Um, I do want to point out with the Rocket League is they a lot of the teams are connected to charity. Um, so this is like the only silver lining for me. I agree, Christian, with pretty much every take you had about Rocket League. Um, they are all playing for charities. Uh, I know the San Diego one is like uh, feeding San Diego and they've already reached their goal. Um, But if you are watching this and you have a team that you want to support that isn't Orange County because they're not playing, like one way to do that is to check out what charity they're playing for. Because I think every team is playing for a specific charity and they're not doing a great job of advertising this, but um, it is for charity. So that is a really cool thing about it. Um, 
And so please check that out. Um, and if you can support the local charity that those teams are playing for. Can I, can I say this too, just, you know, since you mentioned that Alan, uh, I know I'm trying to work out something I've been talking with, uh, the, with Orange County uh, soccer club to see what we can maybe do to try and make our uh, participation in the EUSL championship uh, go or, you know, get something for charity. I, I know I reached out to the, uh, community director there at Orange County to see what we can do. I'm waiting to hear back. Uh, I definitely want to do something with that. I, I, I'm doing this a lot for just the fun and just something to to give people a reason or something to see soccer-wise, but I'm going to try and find a way to throw in some charity into that. I know we're not going to be able to do what the USL Cup is doing, the the Rocket League stuff, but even if it's you know 20 bucks that we can raise for it, it's better than nothing. Uh, so I'm going to let Dylan and Alan, once I hear something on that, or once I get some sort of answer, what we can do on that. If I don't get anything, then I'm going to figure it out myself and find a charity, uh, local Orange County charity to support. Uh, anything going on in the world of El Paso soccer wise, uh, Christian? Not really, man. It's, it's still rough. This, this whole situation is just kind of rough sports wise. Um, I, I'm happy that, uh, Alan brought up the, I think it was Alan, I didn't have the screen on, and I'm not familiar with people's voices yet, um, but that he brought up, you know, that this is for, for charity. Um, that's what I was going to bring up. Uh, they're doing it for um, El Pasoans Fighting Hunger or something like that. It's just like a food bank organization here. So, um, and I really like what you, your idea, that might be something that I'm looking, that I look into too. Because um, I think it'll keep me a little more engaged and um, a little more, um, involved in kind of promoting the tournament itself and, and doing, you know, making something positive out of it as well. What about out there in San Antonio, Aaron, any, any other soccer stuff going on besides what's been going on in the world of video game soccer? No, not really. Um, I definitely know that uh, for, for the season to start, everybody was real excited because we have a new head coach this season and uh, he was actually the San Antonio Scorpions old head coach. So it was before we joined the USL. And so that's the coach that they won a championship with. So they brought him back. And uh, so everybody was really excited, you know, for the season to start. We got a bunch of new players. Uh, we even have one of our hometown kids that's uh, playing and he's doing real well. And then obviously it was one game in that we that we won and then the league got shut down. So I mean, there's just a lot of anticipation, I would say. Just don't remind Alan that the league sort of possibly won't continue because then he's going to brag about how San Diego finishes in first place because they have two matches under their belt. Um, so by default, they sort of get there because one of those matches was what, Tacoma? Alan? We're going to win the league. We're going to win the league. <laughs> um, and I will say El Paso was a tough first opponent for Orange County. Um, it was actually a really good match. Uh, I think a lot of Orange County fans were sort of excited heading into the season because there was – uh, some really strong additions to the squad. I know a couple of strong players left, but there was some good additions to the squad. I think a lot of Orange County fans were getting excited, uh, even though the first match was a draw. Uh, we understood it was against El Paso, who's another who's a tough team in this league, um, potential uh, playoff opponent. So it was it was sad that most teams only got to play one match. I think there was a couple teams in the East that didn't even get to play yet, which sort of sucks for their fans because they didn't get to see anything. But I'm hoping. Uh, the season somehow finds a way to continue later on. Um, I, I've heard people start talking. Maybe this will convince us to move to the traditional soccer calendar and match what the rest of the world does, which would be interesting because 
if it rains a lot in Orange County, we would lose a lot of soccer matches because that stadium can't handle rain. That's a whole nother complaint. Um, Dylan, do you have anything that you want to share Orange County soccer-wise? No, nothing Orange County soccer-wise, but my God, do I have the lowdown on everything going on in Europe right now. If I'm allowed to do that, I would happily love to run through it. I'll give you 30 seconds to run through it. All right. Okay, so Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, Alaves, and Espanyol have all filed for further requests in Spain, which is hilarious because two of those clubs are Basque clubs, so they're not massive fans of the Spanish government. Now they're asking the Spanish government to pay for their staff. Like Barcelona, one of the biggest clubs in the world, is too cheap to pay for their own players. Or sorry, not their players, but their workers. Liverpool, of course, decided to furlough their workers. Then it changed their mind because everyone got really mad on Twitter. Tottenham doesn't care at all about their image, so they just said, screw it, we're greedy, we're not going to pay anything. Uh, Jose Mourinho is our manager, and he's going to host training sessions with players, violating the lockdown in the UK. And then closer to home, out there in Utah, Deloitte Hansen decided to furlough his staff, even though he spent over a million dollars on a dime last year. So um, obviously we're in this together, but maybe not with like the people who own clubs. So stay inside. Um, seriously, don't violate quarantine. And then, you know, focus on your community and making your community as good as possible. Because those are the people that will get you through it, not your uh, billionaire um, real estate developer boss or the world's biggest club who's probably going to spend like, what, $200 million to get Neymar back? It was a little bit more than 30 seconds, but seriously, go burn your Barca jerseys. Stay warm. <laughs> and your Tottenham Cheers jerseys. to you. Cheers to you, Dylan, for your crazy rant there. Thank you. Thank you. I got really, right. really, really pissed off when I read that all earlier, so I want you to uh, be very angry, too. Trust me. I... <laughs> Thank you, Alex. As, <laughs> as a Tottenham fan, I'm upset with the way the club has uh, handled themselves during this uh, this time especially because they're one of the richest and most profitable clubs in England based on what they've done financially. And I know part of it is because they're very frugal with their money, but this isn't a time to be frugal. If you have it, you got to help out. I, I know people are trying to uh, support them or, or justify it by saying they have a new stadium that they have to pay for still, regardless of what's going on, but it's still, it's, it, it sucks. It really does. When you got like a lot of USL teams are still at least trying to support their there's their smaller staffs, but still trying to support them and, and, and do what they can to survive. So um, let's do this then. Let's uh, wrap things up here. We've got a nice full episode amount of time here. So let's get into our random thoughts of the evening. So for Christian and Aaron, just so you know, what it means is we just talk about something random. It doesn't have to be soccer related. It could be like Dylan likes to force us to read books or poems. Although um, I've never read a book or poem recommendation he's ever given. He's never given a good one, but it, it is what it is. It's a random thought. So to give you guys a chance to, to sort of think of something, I'm going to go to Alan first. Alan, random thought of the evening. My random thought is a little bit sad. Um, John Prine, uh, one of the best songwriters in American history, uh, passed away uh, in Nashville, I believe, uh, through complications of the coronavirus. Um, if you've not heard any John Prine, uh, he's kind of folk slash country. Uh, but it's so always it's always very humorous. Uh, it's it's very political at times. Um, Bob Dylan loved him. Uh, go check it out. Angel from Montgomery. Uh, in spite of ourselves, or um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, I got this. 
a flag decal won't get you into heaven anymore. Those are my three recommendations to take a listen to and uh, in memory of John Prine. Thank you, Alan. Let's go to uh, our first guest that we will let do a random thought. That's Christian. Christian, random thought for the evening. Um, well, I've been doing a lot of um, Netflix watching uh, lately, as I'm sure most of us have. Um, so I just had a couple of, uh, I guess, recommendations maybe uh, for those who might be looking for such recommendations. Um, I have recently gotten into a, um, I guess, science fiction slash superhero show uh, called Winona Earth. Um, it's about uh, it's a female protagonist, which, you know, a lot of people enjoy seeing these days. Um, but she's like the descendant of Wyatt Earp, and she is tasked with um, every 27 years, all like the outlaws that Wyatt Earp put down come back as like human slash demon hybrids, and she is tasked with putting them all down before they destroy the Earth. So I've been watching that, and also we, my wife and I, have recently resubscribed to HBO again uh, to catch up with the last season of Silicon Valley, which is also a really great show. Um, made by Mike Judge of Beavis and Butthead and uh, King of the Hill fame. So those are my two recommendations for media. I think I, I, I need to get caught up on Silicon Valley. I think I'm uh, not on the final season, but the season before. I can't remember how many seasons they're at. So definitely need to get caught up on that. Uh, I'm just, it's crazy with this, all this going on. I've been decided to go back and just sort of watch Futurama back from the beginning, uh, The <laughs> Simpsons back from the beginning. Never uh, a bad so it's, it's, you know, so much stuff going on. I'm like, this is perfect opportunity to go back and watch something uh, from back in the days. Uh, let's go to Aaron. Uh, what's your random thought for our episode? Um, I mean, basically what's in the news, uh, video game related. I don't know if any of y'all saw the PlayStation release, the, uh, the mock-up for the new controller. It's uh, kind of causing a lot of waves. A lot of people hate it. A lot of people like it. Uh, they made it like a thicker looking controller, more like a, an Xbox style. So it's kind of making waves. That's what I just put in the chat. PlayStation released an Xbox controller. <laughs> yeah, I've I've always I've always felt the Xbox controller just fits better in 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 your hands. the The PlayStation I always felt it made you like so cramped up with like your fingers, whereas the Xbox just sits right there in your hands a lot better. So maybe that's why yeah. they finally decided to do it. Especially people with bigger hands. I mean the xbox controller just fits naturally better and i also don't like the placement of the sticks how they're right next to each other yeah the sticks yeah yeah um perfect uh dylan what uh literature are you gonna force through our eyes this week forcing through our eyes some more robert frost i think i mentioned i have that book it's like 600 pages of robert frost poems this one is called the vantage point it's really short you have no excuse if you're watching 15 hours of netflix a day just read (laughs) a GD poem, read something. Um, but yeah, seconding the John Prine thing, the man was truly incredibly talented uh, and very witty. He's like Bob Dylan if Bob Dylan was actually uh, very, very good. Um, and could see. <laughs> uh, so also yeah, true. stay inside, stay quarantined, <laughs> and I'll, I will see you all in a couple months. Wash your hands properly. Wash your hands. Um, Stop touching so your I- face. Um, <laughs> I'm so triggered right now, right? Oh my God, I'm gonna come down. I'm gonna violate quarantine and, and everyone's so, everyone yeah. that's listening to you right now, Dylan, just did that because you said it. 
Um, don't you know the rule? Like, if you tell someone no, don't do something, they're gonna do it. So you shouldn't say hey, don't your nose touch itch? your face. Um, let me uh, say this: I I haven't been following much of local like Orange County announcements when it comes to the coronavirus, but I did read recently that LA was recommending that their residents avoid the grocery store over the next week or so. Um, unless like you just run out of food and you have to go, but if you have enough food, just stay inside because they're anticipating this week is going to just sort of spike. Um, so although we're in Orange County, most of us that listen to this, uh, I'm going to recommend doing the same thing. Just if you don't need to go out, then just stay home. Um, sort of sucks. I, I, I miss my drive to work. It, it's weird. I miss driving to work uh, to go work an eight hour job where I'm sitting at home now working it, but I missed that drive because it was just like this peaceful radio bumping some gangster rap down the, the 405 to work. Um, but yeah, if, unless you have to desperately need to go get supplies, just, you know, stay home as much as you can. Uh, and hopefully this all dies down and we can all resume close to normal lives in the near future here. Um, let's do this really quick uh, to wrap things up. Let me go to Christian first. Uh, let our listeners know if they want to watch any of your matches or follow you on social media or listen to you on a podcast where they can do that. Yeah, definitely. Um, all my online uh, excursions are going to be on twitch.tv slash fly13091. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I do a lot of um, mostly uh sports and uh media related tweets and retweets uh i'm also at uh at fly 13091 uh if you want to check out our podcast we are at seriously local on twitter um and our podcast is available on pretty much every major podcast format spotify apple Podcasts, google podcast uh stitcher all that good stuff so uh definitely give us a listen we put out an episode last week uh, just kind of what we're doing here today kind of talking about um esports and pop culture um and the week before that we were able to get an interview with one of our new players Dylan Mares. um so yeah that's what's going on with me and where you can listen to and watch me and just uh, correct me if I'm wrong but you guys are part of uh, Beautiful Game Network right yes we are part of Beautiful Game Network so if you find their website you will find us on there as well Perfect. And that's where you can find us as well. Uh, we're part of Beautiful Game Network as well. And it's a, a great community of soccer podcasts uh, with a big focus on USL, but there's other soccer podcasts that you can find on there. Uh, Aaron, what about you? If our listeners want to watch any of your USL championship matches, can they find you anywhere? Or is there any social media or anything you want to share? Yeah, um, I stream all the matches, uh, twitch.tv. Uh, it's A-Rod TV, A-R-O-D TV. And uh, I stream all my matches with, um, I got my whole setup here and everything. So, yeah. Perfect. Uh, Alan, social media, go for it. Hey, Underwood48 on the Twitter machines. Dylan. You find me on Twitter at OCSC underscore Dylan or on Reddit slash U slash OCSC underscore Dylan. Perfect. And you can find me on Twitter at DJ Ray Samora. You can find the podcast on Twitter at OCSC underscore SoccerCast. You can also find us on Facebook, on Instagram, on uh, Pinterest. Uh, you can also find all of our streams. We're on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Periscope, uh, Twitch, our website, OCSCpodcast.com. Uh, all of the matches that I will be participating are on our podcast 
Twitch account and also on all of our social media. So if you watch any of our podcast episodes live, you can find my matches on there for the EUSL championship. Again, Dylan and Alan have been doing the play-by-play. They will continue to do so unless they have scheduling conflicts. Then maybe we'll bring in someone like uh, Bradley Polanski or, or someone like that to uh, to cover for one of those gentlemen. Uh, but yeah, that's going to wrap things up. I want to thank all of our listeners for continuing to listen to us, even though there's no real soccer to talk about. We're still going to keep talking about video game soccer, other pop culture stuff, anything else. We'll continue to bring guests on to uh, help share this experience with us. We appreciate your listening. If you uh, want to go back and listen to any of our previous episodes, feel free to do so on our website, ocscpodcast.com. For Christian and Aaron, thank you for joining us. For Dylan and Alan, I, I am Ray. This is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast. And we are out. You have been listening to the Orange and Black Soccer Cast. For the latest Orange County SC news and information, visit our website, ocscpodcast.com. Also, thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Go. (laughs) Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie-cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. They dope.